Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. On another note, um, how this COVID is, I suppose, affecting everybody. In China recently, they announced that they had the highest rates of divorce that they've had in a long, 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 long time. Well, since, I suppose, records began. Mind you, they also have the lowest rates of infidelity. And the reason for that is because people are self-isolating. And when you self-isolate and you're stuck with the same person day in, day out, the same children day in, day out, tensions can rise a little bit. Now, Joe Hemmings is a behavioural psychologist and dating coach. Uh, Joe, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Tensions can rise when you're looking at the same person day in, day out. And, you know, I mean, it's all well and good when you're you're seeing them every now and again. Maybe you're working or you're both working and you pass in the night and yeah. you love each other to bits. But when you're seeing them every single day, things can change, can't they? Well, they can. I mean, it's no coincidence that there is a spike in relationship counselling or couples seeking relationship counselling in January, which is when they've spent Christmas together. And in September, when they've spent their annual holiday together, uh, because any protracted period of time with your other half can, you know, cause sort of simmering concerns uh, to come to the surface. Mm -hmm. So, and now, of course, we're in this position, but we don't even have light at the end of the tunnel, so we can't say, oh, there are countries where you can't even even walk out the door and go for a walk. Indeed. (laughs) So this is a really trying time. I mean, couples whose relationships are super strong or they're used to working together, I mean, they'll probably be absolutely fine. But for most of the rest of us, you will find, yeah, of course, it's stressful, it's irritating, um, you feel annoyed, frustrated, I mean, you'll feel like that anyway, but when you're with a partner all the time. Um, and my suggestion is, look, if you're working from home, go into a separate room uh, and do it. You know, get some sort of routine so that, you might have a coffee break together. Should you have point. rules? Like, if you are working from home, or both of you are working from home, uh, maybe in two separate rooms in the house, should you have rules that there's be, to be no visiting between the two? Like, don't interrupt me well, and I well, won't well, interrupt well. you. Yeah, an agreed routine, definitely, for sure. Because I think, you know, we need our independence and, and when we're working. And also, that gives us a bigger chance, you know, high chance of quality time together later on. And if you feel like you're going to have a row uh, because tensions will be simmering. I mean, yeah. do that thing, you you know, that count to 10 and leave the room and take a deep breath mm. and come back. I mean, do whatever you can to keep a cap on it because once the top of the bottle's off and arguments start, it's really and the, and the kids to, are part of this too them. because particularly if you've got young children, although teenagers can be just as bad, mind you, but if you've got young children as well where normally, you know, there might only be one parent during the day or maybe both are working. Uh, at the moment, you could be both at home and all three kids are in the house and they're not really allowed out either. So they're around the house going, I'm bored, I'm bored. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> why some sort of routine is so important because even if you say to the kids, right, we're going to do X at 2 o'clock this afternoon or whatever, a bit of homeschooling or a bit of drawing or whatever it might be, I mean, you need a plan for your day. Each day, uh, things are changing very fast. But some sort of anchor that you know you are trying to sort of normalise really what is a totally chaotic and unprecedented situation. But you need to, you know, it's important for our own mental well-being to sort of try and impose a bit of control wherever you can on your day-to-day life. It will make okay. you feel so what a are bit the, what are the top tips? So there's Mary and John, and they're both at home, self-isolating. 
They've got two kids. They're married 10 years. I'm, I'm painting a picture here, all right? Um, yep. What are the top tips, I suppose, for them to try to survive this and not end up getting going in and having a separation in six months' time? Okay, well, I think one of the things we is really important is that we give ourselves permission to talk about other things. I think because this is such a serious situation, people feel that all they're allowed to talk about. It's not. We can talk about other things. Okay. Um, day-to-day topics. I think going back and looking at old photos, you know, family holidays, looking back at good times is always quite reassuring. Um, you know, get get those photos out listen to a bit of music, uh, dance around your room, we all need a bit of exercise. I mean, do some of those things you probably really wouldn't have considered under normal circumstances. Yeah. But anything that brings you a little bit of joy. Bit of a um, smile to your face, a little bit of normality in a very strange situation. You've got to kind of hang on to that, I think, and and Mm. make sure that we indulge ourselves a bit. Uh, intimacy is a part of this as well. You've got to make sure that, you know, you remain intimate with your partner. I don't mean just in the bedroom. I mean holding hands. I mean, you know, hugs around yeah, the house. Yeah, cuddles, hugs, watching yeah, movies. Yeah. I mean, all guilty pleasure TV off the menu. None of it's guilty anymore. It's just pleasure. Yeah. Um, don't fight over the remote control because you're going to be both there watching the television at the same time. So if she wants to watch the Late Late Show, let her. And absolutely, and for those couples that seriously get into it, I suspect we're going to have a bit of a corona baby boom uh, towards the end of the year. I think we will. I think next January we're going to see a lot of new babies. Indeed. I just hope we don't start naming them after (laughs) the coronavirus. Pleasurably, but wisely and safely. I don't think think the word corona is a name you can give to a child, by the way, in case anybody's thinking about it. Because I know in this country, after the visit of Pope John Paul in 1979, the amount of people named John Paul who happened to be that age is ridiculous. So I I think after that... I don't think anybody would be wanting to call their child corona (laughs) or COVID. However... (laughs) They were conceived, I think, probably not. All right, well, listen, it's been lovely talking to you, and I hope people get through this very difficult time because, of course, we are going to see a spike in separations and divorces. Uh, We are going to see a spike in births, and we are going to see a huge drop, by the way, in infidelity, by the way, Joe. You do know that, don't you? Uh, Indeed, I do, of course. If you can't get out, you can't uh, misbehave. So that will happen. But also, you know, people can go. There are relationship counsellors. I'm doing it now on Skype or on video call. You know, if you're really feeling the end of your tether, most people are doing it for nothing, to be fair. Uh, You know, find someone, have a chat with them. You know, we're we're out there for a bit of support if you need us. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. Joe Hemmings, who's a behavioural psychologist and dating coach. And I'm sure you'll find her online if you want to have a chat with her about your relationship. If things are going a little bit pear-shaped, which I don't think they are for most people. And I hope they're not. Try your best to get on with each other. If you really love each other, you'll get on. Now, a man who invented, or should certainly say in Ireland, he'd started anyway, balcony bingo last week. And uh, brought it to the families who were confined in their homes in a flat complex in Dublin's Rings End has expressed amazement at how far and how fast his novel approach to bringing isolated people together has spread around the country. And not just around the country, probably around the world too. And he joins me on the line. Hold on, I get him here now. Hold on, there he is there. Michael, how are you doing, Michael Larkin? Hello, how is it going? Michael Larkin, this balcony bingo, I watched the video over the weekend. It's kind of gone viral. Are you shocked at how many people have seen it at this stage? Yeah. A million or yeah. yeah, it's been a, a lot of views. What made you start this uh, this idea off? Well, basically, I'm working in the Norristown Community Centre. Yeah. And the, for the community media, all bits and pieces, and we're working behind the scenes. And the boss basically just said, "Try and come up with some ideas." So I was on my way home, and I just caught this idea. Why don't we do bingo? 
And right. I get up on the flats, we get up on the flats and try and get everybody out and do it all, keep their distance. This is so, this yeah, is the residence in Cannon uh, Mooney Gardens. Cannon Mooney Gardens, up the flats. Yeah, the, the flats, as they say. <laughs> so to describe to people, okay, so what we're doing, I'm sorry about that, that's a smoker's cough. No, describe, describe to people what we're doing. So so basically you're there at your table calling out the numbers. They're all hanging out of their balconies. Uh, and who does somebody have to go around and give them the bingo cards, obviously? Yeah, or, first of all, the way it works briefly is uh, we uh, go down, we put the, the cards in the letterbox while everybody's basically in the houses. They don't have the point of view. Anyone, put yeah. them in the letterbox. You yeah. take the flats, you put them in. That's it. They all know that uh, the time is going to be on because they have a Facebook page and basically yep. everyone's communicating. So it comes to a close. Start the game. Start playing the game. I call out the numbers. I got all prizes for the kids. That was that one that went viral was the kids one, which was all these legs, which you can see all yep. in the video. Um, and what you, you've got a big sound set up with a microphone as well so they can hear yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, what I've got is I've got a, a line of the equipment out of the community centre because they do have, I've never done being on my life. Yeah, yeah. Machine. I don't know clue. Do you know all, okay. the, you know all the, the things? Because I remember, I used to remember them years ago, but I don't know them now. You're the legs 11 and all that. You have to do, no, do I they still do that? It, 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 so people do, but I don't know them all, so I don't accept myself up, so I don't, so I don't go down that road. Call out the numbers. Two so fat ladies. Out. You probably aren't yeah. allowed to say that yeah. anymore, political correctness I, nowadays. Yeah, I just call legs 11 and I look, and that's it. That's the only thing I know, to be honest. Right, okay. And and what sort of prizes are they giving away? Are the prizes good? So what happens is, yeah, we've got a Easter eggs that did a lot of sponsors from the community centre. Yeah. And what you call it, I call out the numbers. And when someone checks what the, the rule, rule is, you have to put a peg onto your book, throw the book off the balcony, and then I have a girl, uh, Jodie's my niece. She runs, she runs around and gets it. So they throw the book over the balcony. The balcony. <laughs> yeah. She checks the book. Um, brings up my daughter Holly she's the little DJ she's doing all the music she's 14 she's doing a little deck of music while we're waiting for the books right stuff like that to come back yeah. I have to call out and we go bro when someone checks the kitchen there's a group bro you know everyone's cheering that they're after checking so they come up I check the, the numbers sorry so I'll just uh, goes back down with the present and just leaves at the bottom of the stairs and that's it that job done and how many people can play at one time as many people as you want as many once you have a book you can play Right, so so you don't have to you don't have to be in Canon Mooney Gardens. Well, you kind of, well you do because you have to hear you, you I suppose. Have to be, no, you will have to be in Canon Mooney Gardens, or else the only other way is you get somebody in a flat complex to organise as well. Right, to okay. Work, to understand, otherwise it would get messy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of and, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you had one down for Mother's Day then because all the mothers were asking me on uh, the day before Mother's You have another one on this week one. on Friday at three o'clock. Yeah. I have one on this Friday. We're going to go uh, live, you know, just to show people. And, uh, oh, so you're going to go live on Facebook? I'm going to go live on Facebook just to show people. This is how we Well, do then it. if you went live on Facebook, could people on Facebook get a book then and watch you live? Well, they can do, yeah, they can if they want, but that's basically for themselves because I can't be responsible then if something goes wrong or someone else. Yeah, it would get quite complicated then, I think. It yeah. would get complicated. Yeah. Also, the reason why we want to go live is to show people this is how it's done if you want to do it. Yeah. And this is uh, how... The, People are fair to doors and show them. You have to yeah, because they could do it in housing estates, I imagine. You set a little DJ up in the middle of the road, you know what I mean? Because exactly, there's no traffic exactly. at the moment anyway. And then uh, let's play being like the way that we get the books off of, and it's been very good. He drops the books down to you, he'll deliver books to whoever wants them, basically. Right. You know, it's that good, like, if, if they want them, they can go online, like the same online, let's say being is called. And you get your own books, you can, he does machines, you can get That's what we do. We always the reason we're saying this because we've done that, that machine job. Right. The, the machine, down in the this is the little ball machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's electronic. Oh, no, oh it's I'm just no oh, messing with you, Michael. Yeah, it's electronic. Yeah. I used well, to know if I was a kid, I had one of those ball ones with the handle. You know the the handle on yeah. it. 
Yeah. My, my kids used to have one of them years ago as well. You just twist that little ball falls out. But come here, the main thing is it's a bit of crack. At the yeah, end of, of course it is. to get kids away from the bad news and the kelly. Yeah. It, I mean, it takes two hours. I went on those pram sheds for over two hours, me and my 14 year old daughter Holly. And it does. It takes a lot of time, but it passes the time for the kids. There's nothing else to do. It's a, it's a nice distraction for people. And once and, and you, at the doors, yeah. the main thing, and just keep that distance. And that's why I put and have a bit of laugh. This is why I'm doing this. It's all free. My time that we do it, I'll find a bit of crack, and that's all. It, that's all it's about. Like once I get sponsors of the community centre, which they're going to keep sponsoring until this goes away, basically, I'll just keep going. All right, well, look, well well done to you, Michael. It's a great Thank initiative. And, and as I know a lot of people around the country have seen it, and maybe they'll start it up in their own flats or on their own housing well, estates doing, or whatever it is. Yeah. Off, it's after kicking off all in Dublin. And anyway, a lot yeah. of them are all doing it, which is good. And I'm good that I start with people that take it along. That's the whole idea. You know, yeah. get, get involved and try and do it, try and organise it for the kids because they've nothing to be honest with you. Yeah. And the old folks, yeah. the same, they, they, they've all come out and we're just going to sit down with a little can at the door and a little can and a little book and they've went away for Mother's Day and started playing with us. Yeah, so well, it's a, and, and the video is hilarious, by the way. Watch the yeah, video. <laughs> All right, listen, thanks very much, Steve, for coming on, Michael, and it's a great yeah, initiative yeah. for people out there. All right. Thanks, Michael. There you go, Michael Larkin, uh, who's doing his balcony bingo. Dara, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Dara? Uh, a strange day, but a good day nonetheless. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're closed today, are you? I am. I okay. Am, um, we, we, we run a vape shop, and uh, I went through the list when I eventually got it there last night. And it's a responsible thing to do. I have no problem with closing. I genuinely don't. I think sooner uh, we all do what we're told, better. Is, is vaping equipment not considered to be essential? No, electrical. No. Um, now, but but it's not really just electrical. It's the kind of vaping juice which people are yeah, kind of addicted to. It's not on to. the essentials list. Now, whether and alcohol is on it. No, I think alcohol is on the food and beverages. You see. Ah, right. Okay, okay. So yeah. that's, the, uh, that's how off-licenses actually operate on a food license. Right, okay. With the HSE, so that's how they open. Right, and can you not kind of, I suppose, well, well, I sell online, or could you not sell it into the off license well, to resell it? Well, no. I mean, I'm, I'm an independent vape shop. I wouldn't have the the stock kind of supply other retailers. You know? Right. Okay. Okay. But um, I mean, I close. So I have no problem with closing. And, uh, my issue is the enforcement of it because other shops are staying open that aren't on the essential list. In particular, I'd be talking about vape shops. But it seems to be a very loose kind of. I consider myself to be essential, therefore I am essential. And how many people work in your shop? Uh, there's two of us only. Right, myself okay. and the guy working here with So you me. could keep your social distance if you had to? Oh, we could. We know. I've, I've, uh, two weeks ago I put up plexiglass with a counter so there's no actual contact. Right, okay. Per se. Uh, uh, I mm. put everything in place. But having said that, we were in trucks to close, so I closed. I did yeah, see, I the, measure, the measures are a little bit ad hoc, really, aren't they? Well, I, I think that's purely because... Uh, Everyone's thinking on their feet at this point. It's something that's never happened before. And obviously decisions we've made and then maybe changed later on. See, it's very, our legislation is very complicated. The problem is, unlike many countries, we have a constitution. And the constitution allows you to go about your lawful business unimpeded. Right, so it allows you your freedom and your liberate to be, to be, you know, your liberation. Course, yeah. So, the problem is then we brought in legislation, and that new legislation that we brought in because we didn't have to vote on a referendum on it is basically under the Public Order Act in some sense. So, in other words, that if we give you advice to close down, so we're not telling you to close down, we're giving you, we're advising you to close down, and you don't do it, a member of Angarda Shea Connor or the HSE can go in and say 
but we'd like you to close down because we're we believe it's a risk. And if you don't comply, well, then under the Public Order Act, you're, you're refusing to comply with a member of a Garda Sheikh So that's where they kind of get you. And and I think what's going to happen see, I is think as a social responsibility, absolutely, I mean, absolutely, as a social responsibility. We all have a role to play, and I and I get that, and and you know, and I most people are complying, and most shops are complying, and pubs and restaurants and everybody else are all complying, and I know they're taking a serious financial hit. I I do understand. Everyone will, you know. Of course, I mean, that absolutely. Is what it is. I mean, as you as you were saying earlier on, the media is going to take a massive hit. Absolutely, I can like, tell you now. All you well, I mean, if anybody listens to this radio station on a regular basis, you will notice how short our ad breaks have just got, and and that's yeah, just exactly, this yeah. is the first month. A lot of those ads are paid for already as part of a package. So they'll still continue on probably till the end of this month, but you will notice next month we'll be probably about 70% down in advertising. Who wants to advertise a cruise and this? Well, who's going to advertise a holiday? Or most of our ads are for like gigs from Ticketmaster or, um, you know, pubs, restaurants, bars, hotel breaks. They're all gone. So they're all gone. My thinking on it was that if, say, um, like I close, now, I put up posters in the window to say that uh, if they rang between 10.30 and 3, I do free local delivery. Yep. With contactless payment and everything else. And I, I realise not everyone has a card, so I'll do cash in envelopes. That makes sense. Yeah, like okay. A politician, you know, so... Um, <laughs> Brown they, envelope, yeah. <laughs> they tell you what money they have, and I'll bring up the correct change. Yes. So it'll be a simple kind of... Uh, okay, be the yeah. Only way of, but that's but, a kind of responsible way to deal with it, yeah. No, but the, here, then, it's only, like, across the road, if you mind. Yeah. to 20 people coming. So that's an easy thing. But then you have other shops in my area vaping as well. They're just, but it's normal. Like, it's like... So they're just open? They're just open. And nobody... Yeah, they're, they're not supposed to be. And if a member of Vanguard is now today I'm sure the guards are, are kind of having an approach of, okay, let's leave it for 24 hours and let people, you know, wrap things up if they have to. I'm pretty sure there's a, a common sense attitude. But I think tomorrow the guards do have the power to go to those shops and say, you have to close your doors. I hope it happens. And I, I'm not saying that as... No, as, no, as, no. As, I know you're not saying it out of badness, but there has to be an element of fairness in this too because everybody has a social responsibility. I, yeah, I get playing you. field, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's all I really wanted to say. And I'm lo- loving the show today, by the way. And that woman, uh, they cancelled the chemotherapy. That's terrible. It is awful. But, and and it's so sad to listen to. Yeah, to be honest with you, it's... Uh, yeah, all our, all our other problems about money and everything pale into insignificance when you listen to that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, which I, is why I don't understand why some places are open. Like, if we just thought if we were told just for a while and just got yeah. it out of the way, we can sort the rest out later, you know? I think we have to take the pain to get the gain, you know? I really do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, listen, and I, I wish you well, Dara, and I know you don't mean any badness saying the rest of them should close too, but they should have social responsibility. And I hope, by the way, from a financial point of view, do you think, how long do you think you can get through this? How long will it... Um, I don't know. I mean, um, my rent went out, ironically, yeah, the day before yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I spent money on the safety call myself and the yeah. other guy working here. Uh, look, I, I'll keep going. I mean, it's like um, if, it's, if the deliveries keep me ticking over a little while, yeah. I'll be fine. I mean, look, it's decent my worries, and that's been totally honest. I'm not saying I'm rich or anything like that. It's a small shop, but my point is, like, t- things are more important. Things yeah, absolutely. Important. Yeah, once you can pay your bills, that's the main part. All exactly, right. Yeah. Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Neve? Hi, Dale. How are you? you? I have a minute and a half left. You're bored out of your tree, are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Talk to me, please. <laughs> how long, how long Can you stay on an extra half an hour, please? Just talk to me. <laughs> how long is it since you've left the house, Niamh? <laughs> um, went out for a walk about two days ago. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't well, killed anyone yet. Okay. Are, you do, are you doing more sleeping than ever before? No, no, actually I'm not. I'm still getting up early and doing what I have to do and right. stuff like that. I've um, what about Monopoly? Bought colouring books. 
no, that cause her out. No, oh, no. Right, okay, okay. And what about what ne- are you bored with Netflix at this stage? Yeah, I can't focus on it. Isn't right. it mad? It just, but you could binge watch. For the kids could, and I've done it. Yeah, you could binge watch if you wanted to. You know what I mean? I've watched, yeah, do you know what? I will never, ever binge watch again unless there's a, a pandemic because I've watched all the good stuff when right. I could have been outside. Yeah, they you, took it for granted. Yeah, you did. We, we we do take our freedom for granted, don't we? Our freedom to walk <laughs> around. We take life for granted, for God's sake. Just stupid things. You know, you know just, things that I wouldn't even normally do. Just, um, you know, they said they were closing down bingo. I've never been to bingo, <laughs> but I want to go now. Because <laughs> I can't. I've never been. Yeah, but yeah. now I'm really, ins- I was so upset about the bingo halls. I don't go to bingo. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I get it. Somebody says, now, good news. Uh, my dad's 84-year-old uh, neighbour was taken to St. Vincent's uh, last week uh, with it and my dad just got a call, uh, him laughing out loud on the phone saying he's fine now and can't wait to get out and sit in the sun in his garden. Great news. Yeah, that's yeah. good news. Yeah. I like you haven't sit outside. We, we, we need to hear the nice stories but we don't even want to be hearing about Neve bored out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I think. I, I mean, no you know, you know, that. the devil will find work for idle hands, don't you? You did that last week. There's, no, there's nothing left to do. And what about your partner? <laughs> by the way, last oh week we spoke God, to. No, he's in work. Oh, he's still God. in work. Oh, he's still in work. Okay. Yeah, no, we're grand. It'll be a lot worse now if he was at home. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He'd be killing each other, which is <laughs> more, more than likely. Yeah. But, but could be worse. Are, I'm trying to think how I can... You could listen to repeats of the Niall Boylan show on our podcast, by the way, at classichids.ie. Uh, do you know what? I might just do that. And you're probably on a lot of them. More than likely, I'm just listening to myself Eve, <laughs> lovely talking to you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, all right? We'll all see right, if you're better. All right, okay. thanks, Neve. Bye. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hit.